Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. We're well into January. Who could have predicted that we'd still be looking... At the Ripley's Believe It or Not book mm. uh, for 2023, but here we are because you know a couple of occasions we didn't actually mention the book at all, so we thought we should give it a little bit more um, due diligence. Mm. I think it's maybe the word. And um, I've just been looking at a few things. Did you get a chance to look at anything, Sam? Yeah, I, I, there was one thing that I really loved, which is um, quite early in the book on page 37, called Bouncy Bridges. Um, right next to that right now. Yeah, yeah it's in, it's in Slav- it Slovenia, um, Ljubljana, and mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, trampoline bridges. The narrower bridge invites. Yeah, and uh, the narrow bridge invites spectators to get in on the bouncing for two days. More than five thousand people hopped across, logging more than eighty thousand jumps. Say, why do they always have to put numbers in everything? Sorry, I know this is like, but you know, like how. You know, like, yeah. we used to rant a lot about facts and, you know, I made my feelings clear about facts many years ago. Now, sometimes they just really piss me off. And then I, yeah. I shut up about it because during the pandemic and Michael Gove saying things like people are fed up of experts, I thought I'd better keep mm. my mouth shut about this because actually it's a dangerous path to be criticising facts a lot, right? Yeah, so I I'll, think so. I, I know what my opinion is on facts, but I'm just going to... But you, maybe we need facts more than ever at the Maybe moment. we do need facts, yeah. But... I think there's such a thing as superfluous facts. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll use a different word to facts. I'll use the word statistics, which statistics, is what I think this yeah. is. And I kind of, yeah, exactly, you're right, statistics. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, right, I look at this and I think, fucking brilliant. And you know what it is? Mm. It's a fucking crisis in journalism. It's not a crisis in journalism. It's a type of journalism that's been around for fucking forever, right? And it is yeah. tedious, by-the-book, kind of BBC local news journalism, right? Because <laughs> I just look at this picture and I think, the picture says it all. Some mad cons in Slovenia have built a trampoline bridge across the river. So you can run and you can just fucking jump across the river, effectively. Right? Yeah. Superb. Tell us about what a laugh it is. What do I want to know? I want to know if anyone managed to do the whole fucking river in one bounce. I want to know how many people went over the edge and fell in the river. 
and I want to know yeah. about injuries. I also want to know yeah. if any stuffy person, like the local police chief, mayor, or, or some other politician, kind of loosened his tie and said, yeah, I'm going to go and trampoline across it. <laughs> but people write things, and they have to pad it out with meaningless, tedious statistics. 5,000 people hopped across, logging more than 80,000 jobs. It reminds me of watching Blue Peter when I was a kid. And we talked before, like, Blue Peter, unless something went wrong, it was so depressing. You kind of just watched it because what was the alternative? Just stare at a yeah. fucking wall? Do you it know what so I mean? It was so boring, wasn't it? Yeah. So boring. And it, you'd have these sort of faux enthusiastic kind mm. of presenters going, that's 80,000 people. That's the equivalent. If they all yeah. lied, if they all lay flat, that could get you all the way from here to Wales. Do you know that's, what I mean? That's enough people. You could fit four-fifths of Wembley Stadium. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, does that, what does that mean? First yeah. of all, like, I, don't, I can't get my head around that. And, and second of all, so what? That's not the interesting thing. It's like, <laughs> but, do you work out what the interesting thing about a story is? Go with your gut, right? Go with your gut. Yeah. A trampoline across the river. You've immediately brought me down. With, the, with your mm. numbers, right? It doesn't mm. matter how many people... I don't look at it and go, whoa, trampoline bridge. Amazing idea. First question, how many people have jumped across it? I need to know. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Fucking numbers. It drives me mad. My first question about this is, why is it not actually a fucking bridge? Because if you look at it, it doesn't serve the function of a traditional bridge. There is a bridge next to it in the picture yeah. where there is an entrance and an exit and it spans no, across the mate, river. Mate, that's a trampoline as well. That's not trampoline, is it? The narrower one. Look at the people on it. Shit. It's a long trampoline yeah. where you just bounce, bounce, bounce well, across. Why is that Why is that just a little one and then there's a big, massive one? Because the big, massive one, is, look, it's, mm. it's got a viewing gallery. Yeah. It's got lots of people sitting watching it and, and well, there doesn't seem to be an exit on no, the other what, side. What, what it is, is, right, one's just for, like, if you just want, you're in a hurry and you just need to bounce across the river, right? Yeah. The That's other the one, one, the other one is wider and it's like, you can cross, there actually is, it's blocked, but if you look at the end that you can see, yeah, you, you can but, walk onto it, but it's set up for playing games. So there's yeah. people, I don't know what sort of game they're playing. It looks like, could it be vo uh, volleyball maybe or something Might like be. that? And then there's a, like there's a selection. It's very much like, you know, one of those um, bouncy places you take the kids to. Like um, there's one in London near me called... Trampoline World type thing, Flip yeah. Out. Yeah. One of, it, right. it's, set up, it's set up like a trampoline world, one bridge. And then the other bridge is like, if you haven't got time to frolic, and but, you, but you do want to go... You do want to have a bounce and you need to cross oh. the river for some reason. Just bounce across that one, mate. So, to be yeah. fair, I would say they've, they've ticked all the boxes here. Um, I think what's happened here is that they, they couldn't get the licence for the big one unless they provided yeah. the smaller one that's an actual bridge. Because exactly. you need a bridge licence, don't you? You can't get you a licence without, without it having all of the, 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 I mean, you know, the attributes you, of the You've triggered me now into one of my most boring areas of passionate Licenses. interest. No, no, bridges. Because you know that Hammersmith Bridge, which is my local oh, bridge, yeah. has been Still. shut for fucking God knows how long, like years now. First, uh, and like, no one will take responsibility, Andy. Now, I know I've yeah. ranted about this before, and I'm sure it's tedious to you and everyone listening. No, <laughs> it interests me because it has, still hasn't been sorted. It, and as an outsider, an impassive outsider, I'm like, what the fuck? 
Okay. Get it fixed. So again, I'll tell you the things that are interesting to me about this story, and I'll take out my the inconvenience it's caused me personally, because <laughs> who gives a fuck about that, right? Uh, the the two things that are interesting is one, why is Hammersmith Bridge so fucked? The reason is is that for some reason the IRA tried to blow it up not once but twice. That's why? Right, yeah. Why yeah. the IRA? Why Hammersmith Bridge? The it's Irish quite an the London bridge. Irish centres in Hammersmith. There's a lot of there's a big Irish community. In, on, oh. in Hammersmith, at least, not so much in Barnes, where it's very English, <laughs> very English, right? But, Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe it was the Barnes side of it they were trying yeah. to blow up. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, I, I made the cross, didn't I? I grew up in Hammersmith, moved to Barnes. Like, what does that say about a man? Mm, nothing positive. Uh, what does it say about social mobility, though, back then? Yeah. Yeah, is, it, is, it, it existed. Is it still possible? It existed. I don't, no, they, they literally said, we might as well blow this bridge up. Because no cunt's crossing that divide anymore, right? <laughs> this will be the last of We've got that Delaney. He's Hammersmith folk, and we don't want any more of them coming. Blow it up and then pin it on the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> With his Irish name. Yeah. An ancestry. I got into a fight in a pub on that bridge once. Um, Did there's you? A, there's a there's really, a pub on the bridge? There's a sort of a bridge pub, yeah. It's called The Bridge. and um, No, actually, it's not. There is a pub called The Bridge, but weirdly, that's not the one on the bridge. Anyway... There's one, if anyone knows the area, there's one on it. And it's quite moody, that pub that's on Hammersmith Bridge. And right. um, and I was having a piss in there one night. I, you know, it was back in the bad old days. I was very drunk. And I was just having a wee. And this Irish lad came in. I think he was one of the bar staff, but he was off his face, which goes to show. I mean, that's the mark of a rough pub, isn't it? If, like, the bar yeah, staff yeah. are paralytic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's come in and I'm chatting to a mate and he's come in and do you know what he's had a go at me about for being loudly English I, mean, oh. I was in my fucking I was in Hammers I was in my hometown yeah shut up if you're fucking English cunt coming in here talking in your loud fucking English this, accent this is a fucking Irish enclave and I'm like hey f- what are you talking about I fucking grew up die coming here flaunting it flaunting your Englishness for everyone to hear with your big booming and iron voice. And then it, there was a confrontation. Um, anyway, they blew up the bridge twice. The bridge has never recovered. They tried to make do amend, but the, the sheer right. weight of traffic is... Made. And so that's one thing that has always fascinated me. Why? The IRA, they've got loads of... In those days, there was loads of better bridges. Do you know what I mean? Like well, bigger, more famous more, bridges. More you, central you, ones. You'd you go know, the, the Tower they, Bridge, wouldn't you? Or London they, Bridge or Albert yeah, Bridge. Yeah, they always enjoyed like it. They always enjoyed what they would call a spectacular. Exactly. That's what terrorism's all about. I mean, yeah. far be it from me to lecture the terrorist community of the world. But as I understand it, it's all yeah. about getting attention, being spectacular. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're not experts. We're, we're punters when it comes to terrorism. We're we, know, we, know what, we know what we regard as terrorism. But look at, look at it this way. Al-Qaeda, when they were planning 9-11, they didn't say, oh, just fly into some suburban fucking low-rise in, in like, Queens or, or the Bronx. Yeah, or Michigan, did they? They said, fly in. Ah, ah, ah. We will fly into small Walmart in Michigan. And the yeah. whole world shall know that we if- <laughs> that, our, that our people have been oppressed. Right. Okay. If if terrorism is about anything, it is about optics. <laughs> Abdul, we will fly our planes into the most tall and iconic building in the whole of America. Yeah. Right. Where the yeah. Irish, the IRA, are going. How about we blow up Hammersmith Bridge? That's a nice wee bridge. 
Well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, should we maybe go for something a little bit more high profile? Like your, your Tower Bridge or your London Bridge or so forth? Nah, Hammersmith Bridge will do. And then they've done it twice. Anyway, listen, if anyone's listening for the IRA, I'm not taking the piss and I don't want any trouble. Um, and I'm not taking no, that sides. Should be all, that, should, that should cover it. That's fine. I don't, I'm not taking. I don't want any I'm, not, I, I'm not taking sides. I'm just far a bit from me to criticise your mo. All I'm saying is it was getting convenient that you blew up my local bridge twice. But more, more, I'm much more annoyed. And the IRA, if you are listening, you you will actually relate to this, right? I am more ruddy bloody annoyed with the British government than I am with the Irish Republican Army because it's them who have failed to fucking fix the bridge and there's a standoff between the poshies at Richmond-upon-Thames local authority, right, Mm. and the commoners at Hammersmith and Fulham local authority about who's fucking, who should pay and who should get it fixed. And meanwhile, the, the government themselves are like, not our problem, mate. Speak to the Mayor of London. We're not fixing your fucking bridge, right? Um, what I'm saying is, fuck, there's been all sorts of like plans by... There's been a lot of eccentric millionaires who have proposed plans for a wow. solution, which is great, isn't yeah. it? And um, lots of them have said inflatable bridge or car ferry, you know, like they have in they right. have them in America a lot, don't Something they? Something to do with magnets, maybe. Probably magnets, yeah, jets. Those tubes yeah. that they use for mail in old-fashioned offices in America. Oh, you know those? Yeah, yeah. Right, something Powered like that. Powered by, by compressed air. Yeah, they? exactly. I maybe think. they could get us across the river by... But, so there's all these plans, but none of them come to fruition. But no one has as yet suggested a bouncing bridge. But someone's mm. going to today. And it'll be me. I'll be sending be this you. to the council later. I wonder if the government are like secretly having, you know, clandestine talks and th- what their ultimate aim is to try and get the IRA to fucking mend it. You, you must be it. fucking you joking. Sort of no, you gotta be fucking joking me on. Catch yourself <laughs> on, will you? You think We're I'm not even fu- fucking active. Don't We're not you, even active anymore. Don't you fucking understand what's going on here, you daft bastards? We're not gonna pay to repair the bridge that we blew up. Twice, if you don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Why on earth would we do that? Take us to cart. Let's go. Okay, you can have your day in cart. Makes no odds. You're not getting any money out of us. Maybe one day this podcast will be so successful that we can actually buy the bridge and it can become a top flight time machine branded bridge and then we'll get it. We'll get it mended. In I mean, as it happens, I mean, I'm biased because it's my local bridge. I happen to think it's the best bridge over the Thames. I think it's the most beautiful right. bridge with the best views, and it's such a shame. You can walk over yeah. it. You can walk over All it. All right, okay. Um, it, there was a time for the first year or two where I was allowed to get off my Vespa and push mm. it across the bridge and oh, then get back and then get back onto it and ride off. Not allowed to do that anymore. That, that seems unfair because a Vespa is like the weight of a human. Yeah, less than some humans. You could lift a Vespa, no problem. They, no, but the thing is, there's not room. It was on the road bit in the middle of the bridge now that right. no one's allowed to... Fuck knows how fucking like, sh- shabby this bridge is. You feel like it's going to go I down any say, minute. They say nothing, literally nothing and no one can set foot on the road. You can only go on the little walkways on either side. 
if nothing at all is allowed to set foot on the middle bit, it makes me wonder how, just how safe the outside bits are that you're allowed on. Exactly, exactly. Like they're could go so any strict. They've got security, like to stop anyone. They're like, no, oh, no, and they've got all these barricades up and bollards, so there's no way you can get onto that road bit. They're literally like, if you step foot on it, we could all go down. So I'm like, so in rush hour, there's a hundred cunts on either side of the fucking bridge on the walkways. This can't be safe. Jalapeno. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Oh, by the way, Andy, there's also a system, which is right. you go, you have to go on the left to go from south to north, and you have to oh, walk right, on okay. the right-hand side to go from north to south. Fair right. enough, whatever. That seems reasonable. You ain't got people barging into each other. Oh, yeah, like apart that. from on Christmas morning, my mate was walking across it with her son, who's like 11, and it was, it was like, I don't know, it was Boxing Day or something. It was fucking quiet. There was no cunt on it, right? All and right. she was just having a nice morning stroll with her son. And a posh, middle-aged runner came the other way, oh, right? God. And she was on the wrong side. She doesn't often cross this particular bridge. And there was no one else. As far as the eye could see, there was no one else around. And as he ran past her and her kid, he went, You're going the wrong bloody way. There's a system for a reason. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of discussion and debate about the, the pros and cons of the north versus the south, right? Yeah. It's gone on for decades. <laughs> but there's one thing I can say without any kind of contradiction about the north yeah. and that is that we do not have posh middle-aged runners anywhere <laughs> yeah. anywhere in the north do, going around shouting the odds at people like that yeah yeah Barnes is like you can't them. move for them there's more yeah I bet you, 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 you know everywhere you look that's what that's I the bet. main thing you see yeah. <laughs> well so bouncing bridge uh, do we believe it Mm, I believe it. I've seen the photographic evidence and Pictures I love it. it. What I don't believe are <laughs> yeah. the stats associated with it. I just don't care about the don't stats. Care, yeah. Um, can we just go back a few pages to page 18? There's something that's grabbed my eye, yeah. which is a follow-on from um, uh, yesterday's uh, episode about rabies. Mm. And that, of course, is form. Oh, yeah. Uh, this isn't human form. We'll, we'll deal with form of any kinds. We foam lovers. I think lovers. 2023 is going to see us become the leading form-related podcast. We're foam enthusiasts. Probably in Europe, at least yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a picture of a nice uh, flower, mm. uh, plant flower there, with some form on it, which we've all seen. Uh, probably more so when we were younger. Don't know why just don't go out as much anymore and it says form home uh if you spot mini masses of frothy sticky bubbles on the leaves in your garden on your willy in the morning no 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 sam oh god no no (laughs) retract that that's retracted (laughs) uh come springtime 
Uh, then you'll know Spittlebug nymphs, wow. aka frog hoppers, have been at work. Some fr- I know. I thought I always thought it was the plants that produced this. I thought the plants were forming. I didn't realise some third party had come along some and foamed all over had them. Some other come and foamed it up. All right. Yeah. Just uh, I'll just uh, Spittlebug nymph. Just doing me more than foaming, <laughs> did I? <laughs> yeah. Just uh, I, what I do is I get up really early because I'm a morning person, mate. I don't care. I'll get up early before any other cunts up, and that way I can get all my foaming done before other people are around. Do you know what I mean? Think about it. Think about it. Spittlebug, it's a morning kind of name, isn't it? You know, yeah. you wouldn't expect a spittlebug to come round at eight in the evening, would you? Nah, of course not. And what about the nymph part of the name? Very simple. I'm a sex maniac. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> and the foam? Yeah, work it out. <laughs> you know the term sex maniac? That used to be used a lot more, didn't it? Now no one says it. <laughs> It's such a it's such a funny term. Maniac is such like a mad word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ma- I'm a sex maniac. People you say yeah. it all the time, and now they, no one ever says it. They go, "Oh, he's no. a sex maniac." He is. It used to be. I think it would probably be tied in with things like the um, confessions films, confessions <laughs> yeah. of a window cleaner, and all that. Yeah. Which, by the way, I watched recently. It was on Talking Pictures TV, whatever it's called, mm. late at night. I thought, let's have a look at this, see if it's aged well. Also, there might be some tits. There in might it. be some knuckles for me to look at. So I was, I was sitting having a few late night drinks, and I watched it, <laughs> and it was, it's weird. There's hardly any sex in it. First of all, yeah. He keeps getting opportunities of sex kind of um, on a plate, which he either turns down inexplicably or or things get in the way and make sure it doesn't happen. Mm. So Robert Asquith, who's great, and he's brilliant on Twitter, by the way. I follow follow him on on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, he's He's excellent. Um, He He sometimes, by the way, as well, he sometimes goes to our favourite retirement home for old entertainers to visit Richard O'Sullivan. His pals are Richard O'Sullivan. He does, he just he goes is. along for a little visit once and he always posts a picture of them together. That's right, of course. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, not a lot of sex happens. I don't know about the subsequent ones because there's driving instructor and there was pop star and I, there might have mm. been more, I can't remember. But that's the kind of period I think that I associate with sex maniacs because it, it was regarded as fairly harmless even though it was quite rapey back mm. then. <laughs> and now we're all a bit more thoughtful and considered... And I think the phrase sex maniac sex has got a bit maniac of a darker does sound a little bit, yeah, like you, he's mentally ill and he needs to go inside some sort of fucking hut, a secure facility for the protection of himself and others. Or needs to be chemically castrated, something like that. Now you might just say Randy, yeah. <laughs> another yeah. one that's not used that much. I, exa- exactly, it's all in the same I, I mean, wheelhouse. It, another one that was used a lot was your perv. <laughs> wasn't it and no people right. don't say that I think people are just sort of more uh, the British society has become a little bit more relaxed about the the idea of sex yeah. and in a way I think we've lost something part of our magic as a result because part yeah. of what was funny about being British was the fact that we kind of pretended that sex didn't exist and, it, right. and if it had ever taken place it was a dirty and shameful thing and so literally any <laughs> yeah. reference to sex at all yeah. on any level, especially when you're at school, you'd have been, all right, you perv. <laughs> all right, you sex maniac. Like, basically, yeah. it was a mental illness. The Br- British society regarded <laughs> any thoughts of sex on any level as to be yeah. quite a severe mental illness. Yeah. And now 
It's good that I we're think, a little I, bit more enlightened, but it's taken away a lot well, of what was amusing about Britishness. I think I know what changed it. Mm. You're a trash. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was it. That was the watershed. It all changed when Euro trash came because it's Euros, isn't it? It's the well, European. We saw how the Euros treated sex, and it gave us a bit of a wake-up call about yeah. how stuffy we were being. Maybe that's probably what's behind the whole Brexit thing. Mm. Ultimately, because you got all your 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 Tory, your retired colonels, <laughs> who like yeah, who enjoyed that way of life of sex being something that's hidden and shameful. <laughs> and yeah. then Antoine de Corn and Jean Paul Gaultier came along and blew the yeah. lid off the thing. <laughs> and then that—that's what enraged them. They, they then blamed the Europeans for all mm. of that, and for the the new the new liberal era. We had one in the sixties, didn't really take. The whole country has been turned one. into perverted sex maniacs, and I know why. It's the Channel Four blasted Channel Four program, Euro yeah. trash, Euro pervert, so, more like. So obviously they want to shut the doors to Europe. Pull us out of Europe, so to speak. Mm. And, then, um, and then get and us also, back to being uptight. And also privatise Channel 4 while they're about it and make yeah. everything back to how it was. So there, that, that's my theory. Yeah, I think you're probably right. How did we get onto that? Oh, yeah, it was the forming plant, wasn't it? The forming... Um, yeah, it was because of the spittlebug nymph. The sex maniac nymph. Frog hoppers. Uh, some frog hoppers may produce as many as a statistic coming, obviously, because it's Ripley's Believe Ugh. It or Not. It's nothing without statistics. They may produce as many as 80 bubbles per minute. Wow, eight, did you say bubbles. 80? Oh, my God. That's, that's enough to fill a teaspoon, probably. Yeah, okay, and imagine it would take them over a month to fill even half of Wembley Stadium. Why don't you shut up about Wembley Stadium? Not everything has to come back to Wembley fucking Stadium. Why does everyone, every boring <laughs> journalist in the world, have to somehow relate it to Wembley Stadium? <laughs> 80 bubbles per minute, that's enough to fill a teaspoon in Wembley Stadium. <laughs> One of the teaspoons that they use in the corporate hospitality bit <laughs> at Wembley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eighty bubbles per minute, and the foam protects them from drying out in low humidity environments, temperature extremes, and predators. Um, while in their bubbles, spittle bugs don't have to breathe. Oh, so they hide in the bubbles. They hang out in the bubbles. I make me for fuck some that. Reason. This is how it works. I foam up. That's how we call it. We said foam up. I foam up, and then I get inside my own foam. Hey. Eh? <laughs> And no one eh? can see me. <laughs> and I can see out, but you can't see in. And I can do anything like, in there. I'm, I'm like one of them fellas who's into jizzing on himself. That's what I'm like. <laughs> it's an incredible experience. And judge me if you want, but all I'd say is don't knock it till you tried it. As a retired colonel somewhere listening to this going, Get this podcast oh, shut down! Podcast. Are these men French? They don't sound French, but you can Get never me. be sure. Well, that other one said he was Irish at the beginning, and the, More or less the, the, the one same who place. I can't understand, fuck knows where he's from. One of, them's, one of them's a creature from the north, and the other one's some sort of bob-brained Murphy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> come over the Hammersmith Bridge and infiltrated bards! <laughs> of all places. <laughs> this will not stand. Uh, yeah, so that's what they do. 
they get inside there and have a bit sit about and then I guess they just fuck off sit about in my foam for a bit and then get on with my day they don't have to breathe it is weird that foam I'm actually this is I've really learned a lot from this because I've I have never ever I've seen that foam not a lot but I've seen mm. it around in my life a few times and every mm. time I, I have been pretty freaked out by it to be honest I've been like what's all this about I couldn't yeah. work out. I think I saw it with my kids once. They asked me, and I was like, "Look, it's one of those ones where I was like, I haven't got a fucking clue, lads." Yeah. So it's good to know that that's what's going on. I mean, on. I'm delighted that we've learned something and we've 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 taught the listeners hopefully something. And um, and just just um, should we quickly uh, just while we've been talking about the foam, yeah, underneath that's great little just a small little um, nugget underneath thirty eight cents is how much money Tom's Diner in Denver, Colorado charges their customers for asking a stupid question. Oh, I like this. <laughs> I thought you'd I like, like this that. A lot. I read that and yeah. I thought, that's the real Dawson-like <laughs> policy. <laughs> stupid question. 38 cents. <laughs> Next. You know, you know, on PayPal, where you can do a thing, you can do, you can like send someone a bill almost. Then mm. uh, they click on it and then they've got to pay if they owe you money for something. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not hard to do. But we could we could set that up. We could decide how much we're going to charge people for. Oh yeah. A stupid tweets. B stupid emails. C stupid questions. And then we'll just re- reply with the link. Thirty eight cents. What's that in British money? Thirty pence. The rule is simple. If you could have just googled it rather than fucking bothered oh, us, then yeah. you're getting charged. Yeah, thirty pence. Mm. Oh, this this feels good. Maybe a higher <laughs> higher charge for any correction. Yeah, I hate Lampard tweets fifty pence. Yeah, <laughs> just an instant. The only response will be the link to. We might come up with a phrase where we'll say "now you owe us" or something like that. Now, mm. now cough up. Stupid, stupid question. Now cough up. Yeah, we're mm. having a stupid. Think about. There's a stupid question tax from now on on this podcast. <laughs> it's another so another revenue stream. All I'd podcast. say is stop and think before you fire off that next tweet or email. <laughs> well, I've always said that each tweet should cost two pence to do. Mm. And then don't put it past more. Gold Musk. I think he's. I, I respect yeah. the way in which he's looking at every aspect of Twitter and thinking, <laughs> how could I make a few quid out of this? This is stupid. Someone's just fucking invented a pinboard. It's become the most fucking popular pinboard in the world. But I can't see it. No one pays to use it. It makes no sense. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm going to start fucking saying, right, if you want a fucking, if you want a special kind of pin that I'm going to charge mm. you for that, um, they just, ch- yeah, charge per tweet. The world would, the world well, would be safer. The- Trump would have never that- got in, would he? That's the thing with the internet when it all came along and all that. The, the joy of it was it's all free. Yeah. And all the newspapers started putting all their content on the internet for free without mm. realizing how fucking idiotic and business destroying that would be. Yeah. And now, now look at us. But I don't know. You're listening to this on the IFS, the uh, subscription service mm. of Top Flight Time Machine. Um, I think that's enough for the Ripley's Odyssey for this year. It yeah. feels like it's, it's been fun. We've learned a lot. Um, we'll, we'll do it again next everywhere. year. Yeah, yeah, especially us. I think, I think we've done most of the the, the donkey work again, but that's fine. That's what we're here for. Um, next week will be a new Odyssey. I think it might be Rod Hull's "This Is Your Life." Yeah, that feels right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, Absolutely. It occurred to I me that probably, uh, we, 
Yeah, go on. Go on. No, go on. Well, we did a lot about hair care products on our rabies episode. Yeah. I can't remember if that's the episode that's already been out or not. But I did think that could have been a deep diver history box in itself. Um, so it feels as though it was. Particular product types are something that I'm interested in looking into yeah. further. Uh, we, if well, you haven't heard it yet, on our on one of our rabies episodes, we do uh, what I think is a really thorough cultural history of mm. hair care products for men. Yeah. Style, yeah. No, what you'd call styling products, probably. So yeah. what's our next product? I don't know, but, you know. Some well, I've ideas, just looked, welcome. and it, it, uh, this is your life, Rod Hull, 1983. I yeah. mean, you know, what's not Ticks to love a lot of that? Boxes. That feels perfect. Let's oh, get God, it watched. Yeah. So that's next week's Odyssey, beginning next Wednesday. As always, thank you very much for listening. Um, we appreciate your persistence and patience <laughs> more than you could know. Uh, and please send your 30 pences to us via PayPal. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.